Another tale well calculated to keep you in... Suspense. In just a moment, Cold Canvas, written for suspense by Walter Black. In the air. On the sea. On the highway. The man in command must be awake and alert. And no-dose, stay-awake tablets help you stay in command when you slide behind the wheel of your car and move more than a ton of automobile into highway traffic. You see, monotonous driving can make you drowsy no matter how much sleep you get. And driving and dozing just don't mix. But millions of times a year, safe no-dose helps keep drivers awake and alert. How does no-dose do it? Ask your doctor. He'll tell you that no-dose contains a safe and accurate amount of caffeine, the same refreshing stimulant you get in your coffee or tea. But safe no-dose acts faster, is handier and more reliable. Best of all, it is not habit-forming. Yes, no-dose is so safe, it is legally sold on a national basis without a prescription. Get no-dose. Stay awake tablets today. It could save your life. Yeah? Oh, Bud, come in. Yes, sir. I uh, thought I'd better check with you before I went out, Howard. Fine, fine. Sit down. Well, this is a big day, isn't it? Well, it sure is. I remember my first day in the field. I was really champing at the bit. Couldn't wait to get out there and sell all those prospects. What's on the agenda? Well, I thought maybe I'd just uh, get out and knock on some doors. Good, good. A lot of men in this business sneer at cold canvassing, but not me, bud. You can sell a lot of insurance just by going around knocking on doors. Just remember one thing. Don't be discouraged. Don't ever give up. Well, if I get thrown out of here, it'll probably be by a butler. Even the door chimes sound rich. Yes? Oh, good afternoon, madam. Are you the uh, mistress of this beautiful establishment? Aren't you a little fancy? I thought the phrase was lady of the house. Oh, yes, ma'am, it is usually, but someone as attractive as you with such a magnificent home deserves nothing but the best. Whatever you're selling, you're probably very successful at it, aren't you? Well, ma'am, if I am, it's only because I'm lucky enough to have the right kind of clients. Clients? For what? Peace of mind and security, madam. This I have not heard before. This is new. All right, Mr. Bones, you've piqued my interest. Exactly what little gadget in that shiny new briefcase of yours is going to provide me with peace of mind and security. Ah, uh, life insurance, ma'am. I should have known. Oh, now, please, ma'am, don't, don't be too hasty. Let me ask you something. When Mr., uh... uh the name is Fouché. F-O-U-C-H-E. Oh, thank you. Well, when Mr., uh, Fouché bought you this beautiful home, he wasn't just buying lumber and brick comfort. And when he bought your television set, he was buying entertainment and pleasure. Have you watched television lately? <laughs> well, the intent was to provide pleasure. Now, wasn't it, Mrs. Fouché? So? So, a good provider doesn't just buy life insurance. He buys peace of mind for himself and security for you. I mean, in case anything should happen to him. Your elliptical phrasing is so comforting. You mean if he dies? Well, yes, ma'am. He's only 41. Well, but can he guarantee how long he's going to live? No, ma'am, no one can guarantee that. But I can guarantee that no matter what happens, whether he lives or dies, his and your future will be provided for. Life insurance, ma'am, it's the only answer. You know, we have an old saying in our business, someone always pays for life insurance, whether it's bought or not. The breadwinner pays in premiums, 
or the widow in privation and suffering. What's your name? Uh, Phillips. Eugene J. Phillips. My my friends call me Bud. I'll bet they do. Uh, would you care for a cup of coffee, Mr. Eugene J. Phillips? Well, if you're sure it's no trouble. I almost never go to trouble for other people, Mr. Phillips. Come on in and meet my husband. You can tell us both all about this peace of mind and security. Well, that's uh, pretty much the story, Mr. Fouché. You're a successful businessman. I don't have to tell you the value of sound investing. Okay, okay. I get the pitch. If I drop dead, I'm worth $100,000. You want me to buy this, hun? I want you to do what you feel is right. How much does a $100,000 cost? Uh, let me see now. Uh, with a double indemnity in the event of accidental death, uh, $3,157 annually. Out of the question. Forget it. Oh, that's all right, sir. I mean... What could you conveniently afford? Uh, maybe at the outside, maybe a thousand a year. All right. Uh, when would it be convenient for you to be examined by our doctor? I haven't said yes yet. Well, no, sir, but you see, regardless of whether you put a thousand or a hundred into the plan, you're going to have to have a medical examination. So at least we'll find out if you can qualify. It can't hurt you to have a physical, Victor. Uh, where do I have to go to get it? Oh, uh, nowhere, sir. I'll have the doctor here at the house. Uh, house tomorrow evening around 8.30. Uh, can tomorrow. Uh, make it Friday. All right, sir. Friday at 8.30. Now, if you'll just uh, sign this application and give me... I haven't back, definitely uh, made up my mind yet. I don't sign papers until I'm sure I'm ready to go ahead. Well, this is just an application, sir. It doesn't bind you or the company. But you see, we must have it in order for you to be examined by the doctor. I have no intention of giving you any money tonight. You don't have to, Mr. Fouché. You can pay the first premium when the policy is issued. Now, um, what is your exact date of birth? In just a moment, we will return for the second act of... Suspense. Thirsty people everywhere prefer ice-cold Pepsi-Cola. And because it's light, it refreshes without filling. Charlie, be sociable. I am, Kay. Pepsi is a favorite of thirsty people from Maine to Hawaii, from Alaska to Florida. Charlie. It's perfect for parties or picnics. So serve Pepsi to your guests. That's helpful. But this is the sociable part. Keep plenty of Pepsi ice-cold and ready. Remember, it goes fast because everybody likes Pepsi. Singing still sounds more inviting. May I? Be sociable, look smart, keep up to date with Pepsi. Drink light, refreshing, be sociable, have a Pepsi. But singing doesn't say, pick up an extra carton of Pepsi today. Better yet, get a case. You do that. Well, of course, he kept throwing in arguments, but I just said, uh-huh, and yes, sir, and kept right on filling out the application. Uh-huh. And when does he take his physical? Friday night. Think you'll go through with it? Oh, why, sure, Howard. Uh, don't get your hopes up too high. Well, now, this is a business of the law of averages, you told me. If I can knock off a $100,000 case every week, a lot of them are bound to stick, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, and I wish I'd had your spirit when I was your age. Sure, bud, you keep on knocking them off, and you'll be rolling in dough. Only... Don't concentrate on the big ones. It's the fives and tens that pay the freight. Yeah? 
Oh, uh, yes, yes. For you, bud, a woman. Oh, thanks. Hello? Is that Mr. Phillips? It sure is. Uh, Madeline Boucher here. Oh, yes, ma'am. About that insurance for my husband. Oh, well, there's nothing wrong, is there, ma'am? I mean, it's it's a fine policy, Mrs. Fouché. Believe me, I wouldn't have recommended it. Now, don't get upset, Mr. Phillips. Mr. Fouché wants to go through with it, but after you left last night, we got to talking about it. He's figured out a way that his corporation can pay the premiums and they'll be tax-deductible. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am? So we've decided to increase the size of the policy. Oh. How much would it cost for $250,000? Uh, the least expensive kind of insurance. Well, uh, Howard, look up the rate for 250000 of convertible term, age 41. What? You're kidding. I'm on the level. Um, uh, by the year, Mrs. Fouché? Oh, no, Mr. Fouché was very explicit on that point. He said monthly. Uh, yes, ma'am. Monthly. Okay. Uh, let's see, uh, with double indemnity, uh, $355,000. Uh, $355 per month, uh, Mrs. Fouché. All right. Oh, uh, by the way, will this also provide for my husband's retirement? Oh, well, no, don't worry about that. We'll convert it at a later date to the right kind of plan, but meanwhile, you'll be protected in the event of his premature... Uh, yes, yes, Mr. Phillips. All right, I'll put the check in the mail tonight. Uh, make it out to the company, Mrs. Fouché. Yes, and I'll mark it to your attention. Well, thank you very much. Oh, uh, don't forget that the doctor's coming on Friday. We haven't forgotten. Goodbye, Mr. Phillips. Two hundred and fifty thousand? Yeah. Well, I'll be a no-good, three-toed, tree-climbing South American sloth. <laughs> what did I tell you? Hey, Howard, what is my first-year commission? Fifty-five percent, you lucky boy. Fifty-five percent of three fifty-five? Now, let me see. That's uh, close to two hundred a month. Twenty-four hundred bucks for one hour's work. Oh, I think I'm going to like the insurance business. <laughs> Me, Howard? Yes, come on in, bud. You see the paper this morning? Oh, no, I didn't even take time out for a real breakfast. My first appointment was at 8.15, all the way on the other side of town. Why? Here. Huh? What is it? On the front page. Down at the right-hand side. Huh? Where, Howard? I, I, I don't see anything. I... Oh, no. Oh, no, it couldn't be. Yes, that's what I said when I first read it. Victor L. Fouché, 41, a local contractor residing at 11 Edgewood Terrace, was the victim of a hit-and-run accident early this morning on South Waring Boulevard. According to his wife, Fouché was on his way home from a business conference when he was struck by the speeding car. He died at Mercy Hospital without regaining consciousness. Police say no clues, early development. Oh, one lousy monthly premium. Two thousand bucks right out the window. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say that, Howard, but... Well, I only met him that once, and after all, it was my first big case. I suppose I ought to be thinking of her. Mrs. Fouché, I mean. She is pretty rough on her. Yes, well, she'll have the money to console her. Half a million dollars can be very soothing. Hey, that's right. Double indemnity in case of accidental death. Mm -hmm. Wow. Listen, Howard, maybe it sounds crazy, but you think she could have, you know, run over him? It wouldn't be the first time, but don't worry. The company will check and double check, and then triple check. They don't just hand out all that money without really investigating. Yeah. 
Gee, I wish I'd been able to wangle the whole annual premium out of him first, though. Well, cheer up. There are lots more prospects where he came from. Come on, I'll buy you lunch. Mmm, that was sure a good meal, Howard. Thanks a lot. Yeah, feeling a little better now? Yeah, sure. More coffee? Uh, just a little. Uh-huh. That's, that's quite a thing. Now, what you got to do now, kid, is simply forget all about Fouché and settle down to making up the difference in other policies. Yeah. Five, four or five medium-sized cases will make it all back for you. Never look back, bud. Always ahead. Well, hey, Howard. Huh? Look, over there, just coming in. Mm, it's not bad, not bad at all. That's Mrs. Fouché. Oh. And look, the guy with her. And what about him? Why would she be going out to lunch with some guy the day after her husband is run over? Oh, 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 don't go leaping to a lot of conclusions, son. The man could be her brother or her lawyer or her husband's lawyer. Or just somebody who's taking her out to get her mind off her troubles. No law says the widow has to go into hiding. Come on, come on, drink your coffee. I have to get back to the office. Howard, would you do me a favor? I mean, go pay a call on her later today with me. What for? Well, uh, well you're... More experienced about people than I am. I, I'd just like you to meet her and see what you think of her. Well, if it'll make you feel any better, okay. Besides, doesn't every day I get to meet someone as good-looking as she is? In a moment, we will return for the third act of... Suspense. Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Dergie, I think someone's looking for you. Oh, Mr. Bergen. Well, hello, Hefty Clinker. What's wrong? My car battery is run down. I think it's an acid condition. Oh, I see. Well, have you seen a serviceman? Well, I had a blind date with a sailor last night, but he got away. No, I mean a mechanic. <laughs> Seeing you own a General Motors car, you should see your GM dealer for service. His mechanics are GM trained. They have specialized tools and factory-approved parts to provide your fine GM car with the GM care it deserves. So if you own a Chevrolet car or truck, a Pontiac, an Oldsmobile, Buick, Cadillac, or a GMC truck, you should make a date with a General Motors serviceman. Oh, that sounds exciting. Do you have blue eyes? <laughs> Neighborhood. Yeah, where do you see the inside of the house? Oh, Mr. Phillips. Yes, ma'am. I, I'd like you to meet my associate, uh, Mr. Rigby, Mrs. Fouchet. How do you do? Hello. You've seen the paper? Yes, ma'am. I, I still don't believe it. I, only last night at supper we were discussing our vacation, and now... You must excuse me. Oh, please. Please don't apologize, ma'am. That, that's why we came, to, to offer our uh, condolences. That's very kind of you. I, I feel so, so lost. If it weren't for my husband's lawyer, Roger Whittier, I, I don't know what I'd do. He even insisted on taking me out to lunch today to get my mind up. What did I tell you? Yeah, we won't bother you anymore, Mr. Fouchet. If there's anything we can do, just let us know. Come on, bud. Would you like to come in for a moment? No, ma'am. No, we wouldn't dream of imposing. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, Howard, what do you think? She's a fine woman, taking me like a soldier. 
Like I said, Bud, you're leaping to a lot of wrong conclusions. Very kind of you, Mr. Phillips, but really, there isn't anything. All right, ma'am. But now that you've stopped, why don't you come in for a moment? Oh, are you sure it's all right? Perfectly all right. Thank you. Uh, won't you come into the living room? Are you alone? No, there's a spy from your insurance company under the piano. <laughs> of course we're alone. You get the check. It's already deposited, Angel. $500,000. I keep saying it over and over again. The most beautiful words in the English language. And no one's been around. You mean to investigate? No, not since right after the accident. Oh, oh, you know what that means, baby? We are in the clear. Nobody's got a thing to go on. We're in the clear. Well, I never thought we wouldn't be, Angel. Oh, I can't wait much longer for you. Sneaking in and out like this has been driving me crazy. Me too, darling. When do we go? Well, i got to think up a good story for Wrigley. Something that will give us a two or three weeks head start. Maybe a vacation. And then we just take off from Mexico and from there down to South America. But what if they suspect us? Oh, let us. We'll be long gone. And we'll be where they can't extradite us either. You've gotten rid of the car. Yes, sir. Stripped it down in my own garage and sold it for junk piece by piece. Don't you worry, baby. We've got it made. I'm not worried. As long as I have you. Now, look, I'll uh, call you tomorrow or the next day. Just hold tight. Yes, sir. Mm, hold on, gorgeous. Take care, my angel. Go on to bed. I'll let myself out. Uh, good night, Mr. Foucher. If there's anything else Mr. Rigby or I can do for you, please just say the word. Hurry up, Roger. He's gone. Just now. Where are your bags? Already in the car. Okay, let's get going, huh? Back door. What about your bag? I'll buy what I need in Mexico. The sooner we're across the border, the better. We picked a good night, Madeline. Pitch black. Come on. The garage doors are already open. Mm, we thought of everything. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Thought of everything, Mother. You a deadly weapon. I don't need a gun. That's where you're wrong. Oh, no, Mr. Whittier. 
You see, I have a lawyer, too, and I left a letter with him. If he doesn't get a phone call or a cable from me every three days, he gives the letter to the police. They may not be able to extradite us for Fouché's murder, but they wouldn't be too happy about one committed right under their noses, now would they? You, you can. Other way around, Angel. I figured you were planning something, so I just took some natural precautions. Roger, we've got to kill him before we reach Mexico. Oh, sure. Take a chance on being seen. And what do we do with a body? Take it with us? Mm, he's right, Angel. You see, between here and the border, it's, it's kind of open. Pretty well traveled, too. So why don't you just relax? Even after I take my third, you and Clarence Darrow there still have 333000 bucks left, and that's not hanged. Shut up. Poor sportsmanship. Oh, well. I think I'll take a little nap back here. To the border, James. Well, we've just come across the border, my friend, and we're celebrating. Bueno, senor. See, my two friends here are on their honeymoon, and I'm the best man, and we're all going on the trip together. You, you joke, senor. <laughs> yeah, I joke. Uh, three double scotch. Si, senor. Come on, now, don't look so grouchy, you two. Think of all the fun we're going to have together. Why, who knows? Maybe I can sell old Roger here a nice, bad insurance policy, and then Madeline can run him down. It's not my fault, anyway, isn't it? What's the matter, Angel? What do you say? I guess she's surprised to see me, bud. Huh? Howard. Howard, how did you... It wasn't too hard, kid. You weren't quite as smart as you thought. Don't bother, Mrs. Boucher. The police are the place around us. Okay, Captain Gomez. But I'm sorry for you. I tried to tell you it was the small cases that paid off, but you were too greedy. to Cold Kansas, written for suspense by Walter Black. In a moment, the names of our players and a word about next week's story of suspense. Hi, this is Dennis James. Say, remember way back when this melody was popular? Kellogg's favorite, Kellogg's All Brand. Going on 41 years now, it's been America's most popular good food way to fight irregularity from lack of bulk. Because it's whole brand, Kellogg's All Brand gentles away irregularity safely and reliably. And because it's deep toasted for extra crispness, it never gets mushy in milk. There's only one All Brand, Kellogg's All Brand. That's A double L hyphen B R A N. Kellogg's All Brand. Heard in tonight's story were William Redfield as Bud Phillips, Ginger Jones as Madeline Fouché, Les Damon as Howard Rigby, and Guy Rett as Victor Fouché. Listen again next week when we return with Endgame by David Carp. Another tale well calculated to keep you in. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.